this is Chris Westfall, and this is the Financial Executive Podcast. Chief financial officers and senior level financial executives across the board had their professional lives turned upside down over the past year as COVID-19 spread throughout the world. According to a recent survey by Accenture called CFO Now, Breakthrough Speed at Break of Value, the pandemic has only solidified the role of the CFO as a transformational management leader. Whether financial, digital, or operational, CFOs have spent the last 12 months adapting and changing at a breakneck speed. In this episode of the Financial Executive Podcast, we partnered with Accenture to bring you the top lessons learned from their most recent survey with an interview with Annie Peabody, Managing Director of Accenture Strategy and Consulting. We discussed the results of the most recent survey how, and how all financial leaders can learn from the lessons of a transformational year. So, Ms. Peabody, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, there's a new report out by Accenture, a lot of great insights uh, about the CFO role and, and how it's changing. Maybe we could just start off, you know, big and then go to small. But uh, from the broad perspective, you know, f- what are the key findings from the research that you completed? Um, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, in our research, we really heard two big things um, that I'll start with, and then we can certainly dive into more. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is that speed is the differentiator for top CFOs. And really what we're seeing is CFOs that are acting at pace at the moment with all the dynamic changes around us are really able to create breakout value. And that's really being underpinned by a new degree of digital and technology foundation. So this combination of technology speed and value is the first thing that we saw. Mm. The second thing I mentioned, you know, kind of a core of elite CFOs. Elite CFOs today are really embracing three roles. It's the role of being an economic guardian, which is all about leading an efficient and effective finance function. It's the role of being an architect of business value, which is about collaborating across the C-suite and also outside of the enterprise of a given company. And lastly, it's about being a catalyst of digital strategy. And this is where we're seeing CFOs really lean into new responsibilities and expand their remit outside of traditional areas within their company. Things like uh, environmental, social, corporate responsibility, governance. um, Those are roles that CFOs are actively taking on. Data and security, privacy are becoming increasingly critical to the CFO role. Um, you know, new business model development, M&A, you know, front and center of the CFO's remit. So those three roles, um, that's what we're seeing leading CFOs really embrace. And back to my point about technology, speed and value, you can kind of see how those come together. And that's what we're seeing a lot of our CFO uh, colleagues really lean into and drive new value sources. So those are really interesting. And I, I want to put some context around the findings. And there's been such an upheaval over the past year. Um, could you describe a little bit, you know, how and when the survey was taken and, and what role do you feel the pandemic played in those findings, if it, if any? Yeah, of course. So. The survey is part of uh, some research that we've done for about the last two decades. Our most recent survey was published in February uh, of 2021, and this included 1,300 CFOs and finance executives from 14 countries and 15 industries. And uh, it also included 40 qualitative interviews that took place between April and June of 2020, 
mm-hmm. as part of our ongoing research in terms of the changing roles and responsibilities of CFOs. So, you know, we kind of started the process before the pandemic and right. it, it led through uh, that period of time. And so, you know, we, I would say in terms of the role of the pandemic and the external environment around us, um, you know, we've seen this importance of the finance function growing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And if anything, the pandemic has accelerated that. And that's really what we saw is that, you know, CFOs were at the middle of everything kind of happening in the pandemic. And there's this idea of sensors at the edges. You know, we saw almost uh, 80% of CFOs feeling like they were adding different value to their organization during COVID by kind of being the feelers out in the field, out in the countries, out in the regions, you know, reporting back on what was happening. And finance was at this very critical role of providing that insight, decision-making support to help really guide where companies were going. So it's really, again, about an acceleration. That's a role finance has, has long played, but the pandemic increased the importance and also increased the pace at which CFOs had to embrace that role and really serve in that and that uh, opportunity. Yeah, and I think I've, that's really a key thing I want to hum on. You, do, you don't, this, you feel this an acceleration of something, not re- of something that will snap back to the way it was prior to the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I think if anything, you know, I I think about like um, a lot of CFOs that I talked to, the pandemic highlighted problems that they had with like their technology infrastructure Mm -hmm. because they were being asked to provide data on, you know, different trends that were happening across their businesses or, you know, countries or regions and their systems were ill-equipped to, to do that, or, you know, they weren't able to close the books virtually, or they needed to make an investment to do that. Those are all things that I think always have existed within finance. I think what we're seeing is they became very primary critical investment areas. And I think as finance has had the tools and capabilities to really provide insights faster, better, more efficiently, um, you know, I don't think we're going to see that change. I think it's really elevated the role of the finance function in the in the enterprise. Um, so that makes a lot of sense. There are s- several things where it, the focus in the report is on the speed of change. Why was that such a standout issue and result in this year's survey? And how did the events of the past year, which you described, really affect that? Yeah, so, you know, speed is, is I think, really interesting. And one of the things that we saw is that the scale and pace of decision-making is vastly different today and for CFOs of, of the current times versus for their predecessors. You know, previous generations of CFOs, you know, what they were doing was making million-dollar decisions over a month or quarterly basis. What we're seeing today, CFOs are making billion-dollar decisions over a matter of days, mm-hmm. sometimes weeks, if they're lucky. Right. And so it's not just an incremental change. What we're seeing is there's an order of magnitude difference in terms of the size, scale, and also the uh, time by which CFOs have to make decisions. And what that really means in terms of, you know, tactically what, what finance has to do, you know, the role of technology, metrics, and data is a lot more pronounced. When CFOs have to operate so fast and the stakes are so much greater, the margin of error in terms of data accuracy and technology reliability is much lower. So there's this combination between you've got to act fast and you've got to have reliable information and tools. And so back to a point I made earlier, we're seeing investment, we're seeing the the renewed focus on data and technology within the finance function. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you just to follow up to that. Um, You know, we hear a lot from uh, FEI members about 
the same issues you're talking about and the need for to have, to have the skills to um, implement that data or follow that data. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, those sort of skills in the finance suite and for the CFO to support that kind of speed of change and, and having the, the personnel to implement it? Yeah, so two two thoughts. This is actually a topic I've been I've been thinking about a fair bit lately. Um, so one of the, the findings that the survey had was actually the pace of technology and automation mm-hmm. is uh, maturing faster than what the skills and the right. uh, capabilities of the finance function. Um, we're seeing that talent is kind of under underpacing. Talent development is underpacing what technology development is doing. And so there's a need to invest in, think about the profile of a finance professional differently. And I think most of the executives that we talk to are aware of that, but there's this balance between how do you invest in it? How do you grow in it? What's the right tipping point to make that shift? And we're starting to see, I think a lot of people actually make that investment and shift at this point. So I think that's kind of one side of it. The other side of it is, we're also seeing an elevation of the finance function. So, you know, today's CFO isn't performing the traditional finance and accounting responsibilities. They're very elevated. They're the right hand of the CEO in a lot of cases. And that's um, sort of creating a, a rising tide lifts all boats phenomenon where, you know, CAOs, chief accounting officers are performing, you know, more traditional CFO roles and everybody underneath of them is, is kind of playing up a level. So there's, you know, massive opportunity between those kind of the, the opportunity that technology creates, the need for investment and also the, I think, inherent uh, elevation of the talent um, profile and the roles that finance is playing. And so there's a lot of opportunity. And I, I think that's really where we're going to see finance continue to evolve and that skill profile continue to change. Yeah, that's an important point. And I know um, a lot of our members, FAI members, are chief accounting officers and controllers. So that they're certainly feeling some of that change as well. Um the survey, and then just following up on technology, the survey points out that, that CFOs are, like you said, are playing a greater role in sh- shaping the enterprise technology. In what ways did the results of the survey reveal that? And what do you think that means for CFOs going forward? Yeah, the, the big metric that stands out in my mind um, is that you know 72% of CFOs that we spoke to feel like they have the final say on the technology direction of the enterprise. And why that stands out to me is I think, you know, historically CFOs have been consulted on technology decisions from a budgetary perspective. I think now CFOs are deciders from a strategic perspective. And so there's a a different degree of accountability for the technology investments that we're seeing and a different degree of responsibility that CFOs feel about the technology direction of their enterprise. And when I combine that with some of the data we heard about collaboration, you know, we heard nearly 90% of CFOs feeling like there's increased frequency and scope of collaboration across the C-suite. You know, that's particularly true in terms of the collaboration between CIOs and CFOs. And we're seeing that finance and IT have got to be lockstep uh, in terms of what the technology roadmap is, what the value it's going to deliver will be, how finance can be, you know, kind of super users, if you will, of some of the investments in cloud and, and different um, automation and analytics capabilities. So we're seeing, again, I think kind of the, the two points there is, you know, a clear 
strategic role that finance takes in the investment landscape and then also the importance of finance and IT being, you know, truly partnering on a technology journey. So do you think that uh, the CFOs or do you have any sense from the survey that the CFOs are comfortable in that position? I mean, I know a lot of a previous generation of financial executives weren't always that technologically adept. Um, do you think that's changing? So I, I think it is changing. Um, I, I do think you see some of the um, you know technology or some of the CFOs that come from different backgrounds embracing technology more than perhaps traditional CFOs have. Hmm. Um, I also think back to a question you asked earlier about the role of the pandemic. I mean, I, I think the pandemic has highlighted you know shortcomings in a lot of companies' technology landscape and their ability to be truly predictive, and that's created, I think, a new burning platform for CFOs to need to lean into technology. Right. So I, I do think there's a, a different, you know, I think there's a core of CFOs that are kind of embracing technology differently from their background, but also out of necessity in terms of what's really critical right now and, and really needing the tools and capabilities to enable insight. So you mentioned earlier collaboration, and as you said, that's a major emphasis of the survey. What does it say about how CFOs are collaborating throughout the organization and with the, the greater management team? Yeah, so, you know, there's a couple of things that I think are interesting about collaboration. So I mentioned, you know, nearly 90% of, of those surveyed you know, felt like collaboration had materially changed um, over the last two years. You know, we heard a little bit that, you know, collaboration and competition across the C-suite um, still kind of work together, that there's still a little bit of legacy um, barriers to entry, if you will, in terms of, of C-suite members still feeling a sense of competition. And, you know, I think CFOs are working through how to work collaboratively and doing things like introducing new metrics and helping to provide insight and information to their peers and kind of making themselves invaluable in solving some of the biggest challenges across the enterprise. And so we're seeing, you know, things like return to work strategy and CFOs evaluating, you know, what the real estate footprint is and how do you open offices and what does that mean to your financials and what does that mean in terms of your employee satisfaction and how do you start to, to quantify some of those decisions? You know, we're seeing a, a plethora of M&A activities at the moment and CFOs kind of weighing in on that. You know, the virtual environment that we're in also creates different data and security threats. And so CFOs in terms of collaboration have a, a very unique vantage point at kind of the intersection of the C-suite to really help their peers make these decisions. And I think, you know, they're they're kind of overcoming this competitive historical nature by really becoming the insight providers on a wide range of kind of multifaceted issues and strategic challenges. You know, it's interesting. Uh I know several years ago that there was a, you know, a lot of discussion about the chief operating officer role and the CFO's role and um, how that feeds into the CFO and whether uh, a CFO who has a CEO role um, is better equipped. Um, what, what are you seeing as far as that's concerned? I mean, a lot of what you're talking about is operational responsibilities within the C-suite. How are CFOs adapting to that? So I think there's a bit of an industry flavor to this. Um, 
I think certain industries have moved toward more of a, a combination of a COO, CFO type role where a lot of those responsibilities are shared within the, the CFO's remit. I think other industries maybe are um, a little bit different in terms of their trajectory there. You know, with my clients, I do see a lot of uh, movement between the partnership of a COO and the operations, you know, that that role really being focused more on the you know supply chain network enablement side of things, the CFO kind of leaning into more of the how things work across the enterprise in addition to the end to end finance function. So there's you know some degree of separation between the roles, but there is some convergence and there's definitely a lot of partnership that I see with my clients there uh, for sure. One one follow up to that as well. I mean, obviously, as as a lot of our members are have our CPAs have accounting degrees, and or you know either controller or chief accounting officers. Um, how has that role changed? Is that it almost seems you don't need an accounting degree anymore to be a CFO, um, or do you think it that's not the case? Um, yeah, how does that fit in? So if I go back to some of my opening comments about the three roles that we see CFOs fulfilling, the first role, the economic guardian, I do think the foundation of a, a truly leading class finance function, you know, CFO role has got to be the core finance skills and capabilities. Mm-hmm. So I don't see that foundation changing. I think there are additive roles in terms of some of the things we've talked about with collaboration across the enterprise, you know, having a role in technology, some of the external things that CFOs are being asked to play. So, you know, from my point of view, I I think that's going to continue to be critically important, but it becomes table stakes where you've got to have the strong finance foundation. You know, the the finance degrees, the CPAs, you know, those are always going to be important in finance. But now we've got to think about what are the skills that, you know, are complementary to that around storytelling, analysis, you know, the ability to kind of bring it to life and not just execute finance, but really make sure that finance is that insight provider and, you know, the you know keeper of all things enterprise. Yeah, do you think that's a generational thing? Do you think the newer generation of, of CFOs have those skills? And, um, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, do you, do you feel there there's a, as a pipeline of people who have those sort of storytelling skills going into the finance function? Yeah, I think you do see that. So, I mean, on on two levels, I see it. One, you know, you asked that you kind of pointed out earlier that, you know, CFOs have different backgrounds now. You're seeing a lot more cross-pollination from, you know, a COO moving into a CFO or, you know, chief transformation officers moving into CFO or different, you know, different paths. It's not a, a linear, you know, I'm in finance all the way up anymore. I think there's a little bit more varied background Um, So I think on one hand, that naturally happens in terms of of bringing a more diverse skill set to the CFO office there. I think on the other hand, um, you know, at the more junior levels in a finance organization, we're also seeing more um, investment and continuous improvement in different uh, educational backgrounds, different trainings to kind of round out the skill set. And, you know, we see uh, a lot of, I think, practitioners really get excited about those different opportunities to kind of lean in and build different skill sets in addition to some of their core finance responsibilities. And so I think that's becoming more culturally embedded as well at the lower levels of the organization. So I do see that shift coming together where it'll naturally 
have a very robust and diverse uh, finance skill portfolio. Great. So as, as a wrap up, um, you know, are you ready for next year's survey? What are your expectations for next year's survey or even started working on it yet? Yeah, so we actually we haven't started working on next year's survey yet. Um, it'll be in two years, uh, but we are looking at kind of the next round of, of topics that are relevant, both in you know the forums that we hold with CFOs and and our external publications. You know, topics like sustainability, right. uh, cloud, um, talent. Uh, those you know will continue to be themes that uh, we will invest in research and provide perspectives on. Um, so, you know, in the next 12 months, I, I think we'll see a lot more related to those topics and the role of finance within within each of those um, be things that we continue to focus on and, and talk about. Great. Well, I want to thank you very much for answering all my, my questions, and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you for having us.